The ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. At the lowest level of the human chain, everyone, the Ugly Truth! And Paula. Dude, seriously? You can't talk to her that way. I'll give you a tongue lashing like no other. Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. Episode 90. You always giggle whenever I... Well, it's just because the way you're all welcome to the ugly truth. Ugly truth. Like it's, it's an Alfred so, Hitchcock show or so something. So ugly. Ugly. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you changing it up? Well, What's happening? Sorry. I'm scared. Ugh. No, that was too like, that was like baritone. Ugh. There. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. Good. I can't that do was... it. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Ready? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> That was God. even awkward for me. Beyond. Right. We're just, let's just be <laughs> Forget done. it. Moving on. We, we've had it. Welcome to episode 90. Can you stand yourself? No. We, we have, Jamie, we literally have 10 episodes to get our shit together because we absolutely have to do something for 100. Literally, literally 10 episodes. Yes, 10 episodes. I'm being serious. I know. I'm understanding I, you. 100 episodes. What and are we going to do? That's what I'm saying. We have 10 episodes to figure it out. Okay. We'll figure something out. Welcome to the Ugly Truth, everyone. I am still, <clears throat> I'm about two octaves lower than my normal voice because of that horrible casino's air filtration system in Reno. Oh, for heaven's sake. Swear sakes. to God. It's so, I'm serious. Well, I've just serious. finished diarrheating it all out. Probably. All the cross-contamination. <laughs> I don't know what the heck happened. I think it was that stupid fruit platter. Of all the things, I think it was the fruit platter. I think it was definitely that. That day was faded. The food was faded. Before we get into what we're talking about, I oh. have to. this happened last night, and I have to tell you about this. Okay. So you and I were chatting off and on briefly um, via messaging, mm-hmm. and I had really shitty... Uh, service because I'm in this area where my grocery store is Mm -hmm. that just for whatever it's like the Bermuda Triangle of of connections I can't I get things like 10 minutes at a time you know sporadically I hate it so I I had to go to the grocery store I hate going to the grocery store I mean I I hate it so much I don't know anybody who loves going to the grocery store to be honest I just hate it and so there's a TJ Maxx that's next door okay I had taken Malia to some kind of cheer banquet that she had to do for her cheerleading at the round table on the other side of the grocery store. Then there, And I'm like, okay, Malia, enjoy yourself. I'm going to the grocery store. When I'm done, I'll come back and get you. Mm-hmm. And so Daryl's like, well, I'm on my way. I'm almost there. I'll go with you to the grocery store. I'm like, all right, that's fine. So that's your free pass out of the grocery store. Right. So I get front row parking as usual. And I'm like, you know what? Let me clarify, wanna... folks. When she says front row, it's not because she has a placard or anything like no. that. She just found a good spot. I always find the best premium spots. Just want to like make my... sure people don't want it. I don't want people <laughs> to think, you know, you're one of those people. No, I'm not one of those people. Yet. I... Yet. No, please. It's <laughs> Well, based on what happened over the weekend, it certainly could be soon. <laughs> so I called Daryl and I said, you know what? I'm just going to wait for you. I'm going to TJ Maxx and I'm going to go shopping and see if there's anything to buy. 
And so, because unlike you, I don't like to gamble, but I will buy things. Sure. I like it. And so I went in, I'm wandering around. So I go to the houseware section where there's all their Christmas decorations and Uh pots and pans and whatever. And there's a woman. She's probably in her late 50s and she's quite overweight. Okay. She's wearing polyester pants and one of those long, you know, muumuu shirts. Right. And she's, you know, slowly slogging through the aisles (laughs) and she's on her iPhone. And that's fine, except that somehow she had hit her speaker button. Oh, God. So she's having a conversation with her friend and the whole store can hear it. She might as well be in the bathroom stall talking. I mean, God. She has no idea that her speaker's on. So I'm me, you know, I'm walking around and a few other patrons are walking around. We kind of we're all looking at you like, what's wrong with this wackadoo that she doesn't realize her speaker is on? And she's literally broad broadcasting this woman's life story about how she met a new man and he's really nice and he pays for everything. And they spent a wonderful weekend in Yosemite. And I'm like, oh, God. Here comes the sex. Oh, here comes Jesus, the story of the for sex. Real. I'd be like, lady, you're ruining my shopping experience. So I meander toward her. And <laughs> why? Because I'm going to tell her. Oh, okay. I want to be polite. I mean, I'm trying to respect well, it's, my elders. It's up to us to teach others. So, yes. <laughs> well, it was just, it was starting to get a little embarrassing. I mean, the woman was talking about her job and she was talking about her sister's son who's crazy and he's not doing well with the drugs by this time you knew it you're like marilyn can i can i stop can i talk to you for a moment (laughs) can i talk to you so i i wander over there well now she's become tired and she's sitting in one of the pieces of furniture in the furniture (laughs) section and so i'm wandering over there you're like listen lady wicker isn't that strong it isn't it really isn't and i'm like do you really think you have the bone density for that bar stool? Just letting you know. I'm not sure. So I walk over and I'm getting ready and she gives me this glaring evil look. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you then. Go ahead. Let everyone hear about your lazy ass and how your work keeps sending you home because you have no desire to do anything but sit around and eat whatever it is you're eating. I mean, seriously, lady. So I'm like, fine, let's all hear about Marilyn's love life, shall we? Gross. And I just walked away and I said, fine. So I, I didn't follow her around or anything, but she was just annoying as hell. Yeah. It was a boring discussion. Well, did you find anything cute at least? No, nothing. Anyway, the point was, is that I was at TJ Maxx avoiding my responsibilities. The grocery store. You yeah, let Daryl But anyway, I that. just thought it was really funny that I'm like, how is it that nobody else finds this hilarious that this sad lady is walking around with her speakerphone on and no one is saying anything to her. Okay, so let me see if I can one-up that just briefly before we <laughs> okay. jump into our weekend. Okay. As you know, everyone, we are very big pro- proponents. Is that what mm. the word? I don't know. It depends on what you're going to say. <laughs> Promoters for um, mental health awareness. Yes. And so um, if you go to our main website page, there's a NAMI link, which is the National Association for Mental Illness, I think, organization. Mm-hmm. Being advocates that we are, we are also partakers in, you know, the resources available for mental illness. So Mm -hmm. I have recently sought out therapy for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I've I've had a little bit of a trouble finding a therapist that's a good match. But I recently just found one. So I had my first appointment this week. So I go into the office. Of course, I have to spend a half an hour filling out paperwork. And I'm just like, God, I'm after I filled out all the paperwork. I'm just like, I sound like I should be committed based on all the things that I've, you know, answered. (laughs) Everything's wrong with you. Really? I I was just like, this is like a a bad, you know, romance novel or something like that. But 
So the lady takes me in as soon as I walk into her office. I don't know why and don't ask me why I could be so specific, but I smelt Chef Boyardee raviolis. And I was just like, and my appointment was at 930. And so So she had clearly eaten. I'm not sure if it was her, if there was another office mate or something like that. But I'm like, it's a little early for the processed ravioli. But, you know, whatever. I'm not going to judge even though I just did. Her office is naturally a typical therapy office. It's got plants everywhere, Mm -hmm. books of, of, you know, trauma and codependencies, you know, on showcase every you know it probably like 1500 books of of everything that you could do to cure Possibly mental imagine. illness i guess mm-hmm. right or how yeah. to how to cope you know whatever <laughs> all the yes. things are why is it it's so funny because i'm i'm with you now i went through a period about four 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 or five years ago where i was in some pretty intense therapy right. for a couple of years and it 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 is very helpful. The problem is breaking down those walls because I'm like you. I'm very rebellious. I don't take to people right away. And I'm really yeah. not a fan of opening myself up to someone who's a stranger. Right. So it's always, I'm always leery. And I'm very judgy too. And that was very apparent to her in my session because <laughs> I was looking around. And I'm like, why is it there are always these plants and like these little <laughs> dream dolls or like the Indian oh, art, folk right. art stuff? And I'm just like, look. The sage you, walls. You know, and like the tapestry rugs. And I'm just like, what, what, what? It's like, it's like Aladdin's palace in there, you know. You could with, probably go onto, you know, psychology.net and order a package, you're not in the office package right. for the intro, you know, introduction to your we'll psychology. send you like office. a packet of like ivy leave seeds to plant in your planters mm-hmm. that you know eventually it will grow and envelop the whole room and suggested suggested wall colors yeah you know <laughs> incense and and humidifiers mm-hmm. and required music for background just noise. lots of things and so right. anyway so i'm sitting there and there is one or two fruit flies that are flying about in my face and I'm just like okay I'm not really like, sure about all that it could be because of all the plants I'm not really sure sure or the ravioli or there could be a lost apple somewhere because <laughs> you know it's just there's a dead apple somewhere <laughs> she had a salad as well and so we're sitting oh, there talking and either. I'm listening to her I'm just briefly you know scratch the surface giving her you know a very preliminary background sure and um before long, she's sitting there and grabs a handful of almonds and starts eating them and is listening to me. <laughs> what the hell is up with her eating? Is she hypoglycemic? I, well, I just didn't know. And I'm just like, this is, and I'm like, this isn't, you know, a show. I'm not, you know. Yeah, pick up your popcorn and that's wait for the how climax. That's kind of how I felt, you know. But she was like taking notes like, oh, interesting. You I know? would be kind so of like, over it. I pretty much was. But here's yeah. the problem. I have probably reached out to five or six therapists in the area. Either they do not accept insurance, and so they're like, Most "Well, don't. my fee is one hundred and fifty dollars an hour," and I'm like, "Well, yeah. thank you. I, you know, I don't have that." And or they, you know, accept my insurance, but they're not accepting new patients, right? Or they're only accepting couples because they only do couple therapy, Ugh. and you know. So I'm just like, okay. So I mean, my options were pretty freaking limited, and mm-hmm. so I went for the one session. I have another one scheduled. She wants to try a particular type of therapy with me. She sent me home with a pamphlet. And um, is it behavior cognitive? It's uh, I don't. I'll tell you later. But it's it's something that I'm just like this doesn't sound legit at all. I'm like I don't really know about (laughs) because I'm like I'm not doing any weird 
hypnotist, you know, chanting, like you waving anything in front of my face. I mean, maybe she'll dangle an almond in front of my eye. I don't know. But I mean, it's just. (laughs) Or she'll hand you almonds. Eat these. Yeah, eat these. Magic beans. Yeah, one at a time. But it's just, (sighs) no. So I. I'm I'm not sold. I'll just say that much. But I mean, she's been doing it for 25 plus years. Has yeah. been very successful. I guess she's appeared in you know many court cases and all that. Okay. I mean, she's legit, I suppose. Maybe she but... was just a little. Maybe she was trying to you know appear what, very gr- relaxed or hungry or grossing me out. I don't really know. But yeah, yeah. Like, is this a test? Is this food eating a test for me? Am I supposed to respond? In I a just certain couldn't. Way? I don't know. I, but I always have such a poor attitude when it goes comes to those things. Like I, I instantly walk in there, and I'm, I just, and I, I don't want to do it. I just don't really. Well, you know what? Want it's, it. it's, it's our. I think it's our genetic. Well, not genetic. Our, f- our family, familial nature to reject others first, right? And then slowly decide whether or not we're kind of like feral cats. You know, it's like. I know I want the food, but you look like an asshole. So well, and I guess you leave it out and I might eat it and I might come back. It would be like trying to take food from someone who's starving and I'd be like, look, if I'm not confident in your ability to provide food for yourself, how could I be confident in you to provide something for me? So same exactly. thing. It's not that I thought I was smarter than her, no. but I was just like, I'm not confident that you are going to be able to impart any kind of a wisdom that perhaps I couldn't have already gleaned myself. Yeah. And so. Well, I will say that I went through three therapists before I found one that I actually liked and even she was really too hippy dippy for me initially. God, are they all like? Do they all have plants? I mean, one was way too clinical, and one was just freaking nuts. And I then I finally found the one. way too clinical one. She was really judgy though, oh, and I she was not good. That would make me mad. She did make me mad, and I left. The reason that I stuck with the hippy dippy one is I realized that I'm such a harsh person. Just because of my defense mechanisms and all. I mean, we're getting really deep. But because I'm like that, it really was nice to talk to somebody who recognized that I was a harsh person, but but isn't one. And was right. like literally like the polar opposite of who I am and ultimately became a really, really great thing. And it was really good. Yeah, I mean, if maybe they teach you to be a little more positive, then that's probably helpful. Well, it wasn't even – I'm not a negative person. It was just that she was so – different than me personality wise that it ultimately became a really nice friendship and she Uh also which I really love is she really also is a really staunch supporter of therapy does not last your whole life you have a time period you work through your issues and you can come see me once a year if you need a tune-up but other than that godspeed you know, my job is done. No, that, and I think that's And good. I, I love think, it. And she did mention that, you know, once we're able to close the chapter, or, you know, like, so she didn't see it as a long-term relationship. Like, good. she saw it as, like, you know, how someone would take antibiotics for a sinus infection. You know, eventually. See, I love it, that approach. Eventually, it will cure. It, you'll work yourself out, and then you'll be able to move on. So. Good. Well, you know what? Maybe I can get past the almonds. I, I don't You know. know what? I'd be like, I'd come back and be like, um, so um, is there a snack time involved? Do I need to bring right. party favors? Do I bring the drinks? What's yeah, going on then here? Then I'd probably get kicked out for No, you wouldn't. She'd find it know. funny. Uh, you know what? Fractured people are some of the funniest people on the planet. Well, so. clearly, look at us. We have a very successful podcast, so. <laughs> We know what we really do, considering that we're nobody, according to our producer. We're doing fine. Yeah, really, his intro. They're not comedians. They're not anyone. They're barely people. But... (laughs) 
They're just women who have some crazy right. ass opinions. They're practically, you know, worms who poop dirt and have no brain. <laughs> At the lowest level of the human chain, everyone. The ugly truth. Yay! <laughs> The holidays are almost here, which means it's time to start your shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. I really can't But stay. baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go But away. But baby, it's cold outside. You and I decided a while ago that we were going to Reno for an all-girls weekend. Yes. We are fans of the Mike O'Mara show, and they were coming out yes. um, to do a show on Saturday. So we were like, perfect excuse to go up and waste some time without children and men and right. you know all the crap that's here, and we'll just completely lose ourselves for the weekend. It was yes. really, really fun. And it was really fun. Yeah, I mean, there were some down. There were definitely some negatives, but there were some lows. So Friday we get up there, and of course, right off the bat, they can't find our reservation. I forgot. Right about off that. the bat, <laughs> and we stayed at the Circus Circus Reno. Don't ever stay there. I mean, you can. It's cheap, and if you're not planning on staying in the room or anything, I, it's fine. So. <laughs> no reservation can be found. And of course, we get the one woman who doesn't speak English, of hardly course. ever, like hardly any English. And not only that, her mouth was really dry and she had bad breath. It was not good. And, and we'll you know, even if, if she had if she had been Hispanic, we probably could have gotten through it because we know enough Spanish to get through a conversation. But this woman was Asian. And so we had no chance gotcha. whatsoever of figuring it out. And she kept she was doing that thing that happens when you go to a place where they have very few English speaking people. And she's like pointing at things and she's like, well, we don't have it. And I'm like, I don't know how to clarify anymore. We Without, were even showing him the I confirmation you, page with the I'm confirmation number. I'm showing you everything number. that I have. She goes, well, it's not here. I'm like, this is not my problem. Right. Go figure it out and let's get this And set. she did go figure it out. And about Finally, 20 minutes later. And the manager comes out. You know, we just can't find it. I'm like, you know what? I just don't care anymore. Get me into a fucking room. We're going to call another system. And she says, it's so bizarre because this happened to one other person today. And I'm just what like, a oh. Shock. And I'm like, so there's going to be another pissed off Mike O'Mara fan. When and they get you know there. what? The dude next to me had the same problem. They started to have the same problem. Everybody so. was having the same problem. And so finally... They said, oh, it's stuck in the system. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> get me in my room. It's just so, like, oh, that means nothing to us. So, Hurry up. <laughs> so we get the room. And here's the thing that. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> what? I'm just thinking about when we walked in. <laughs> so this is the thing. When I made the reservation, I requested the new tower. Oh, deluxe right. i got the one room below a suite because okay. i wasn't gonna pay for a suite but i wanted the best available below a suite and we did not get that no. we got in the old tower at least we got i don't think we did because no we, we did, did not. then god knows what the hell kind of no. room the other i one felt like been. when we walked off the elevator and we walked down the hall first of all it's a little murdery Number one. Number two. I remember that last time. Every time I walked down that hall, I keep thinking red rum. Yeah, it felt like the shining. And so I'm walking down the hall and I'm like, you know what I feel like? I feel like I'm going down the hall at the Chuck E. Cheese restaurant going towards the bathroom. (laughs) 
there's just enough trash on the floor to to know that there are humans here and the carpets you know just the enough carpets green bed buggy to it's just uh, worn enough that i know that we are not in a good place so when we open up the door and we go in shockingly they weren't keys they were actually credit cards which they I were was very that surprised was, let me wait let me describe when we open i'm the letting door. you i'm letting you i open up the door and you walk in and we can't get lights turned on we can't find lights because they're old school but pull tab lights the light comes on yes the waft of aqua velva <laughs> oh my god old man it's old like spice. a giant old man freshly shaven brooded neck <laughs> flung Gross. in our face and was I was just like, well, I opened the door. I thought there was someone in there. I because did too. I thought someone had literally just showered, shaved, and was like getting Sitting ready. And, I, and I, so I think I'm even like, hello? hello? I was afraid <laughs> there was someone in there. I know. And so we turn on the lights. So I start searching the room a little bit. Like I'm looking over on the side of the bed because I'm like, there's got to be like a little leprechaun or something hiding here because there's, there's the, a man in here. The smell in here is so like. It was very, very strong. Imminent that was. there was someone there. Oh. I legitimately believed there was someone in that room. You're like, room. Jamie, I think there's a man in here. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, there's this. What, I think there's a man in here. I'm like, well, let's turn on the lights. So we we turn on the lights. There's immediately oh. orange, like, shag carpet. What was really funny, of all things, it was so strange. I look up because I'm scanning the entire room. <laughs> And I look up, I'm like, hey, there's a nail in the wall. I'm like, why would there be a nail in the wall? And instantly, like, I think there's on? like a hidden camera or something that's like going to watch us. I know. I agreed. I so we try and open the window. But of course, Jamie had to pick. She's, they're just like, well, do you want lower or higher? And she's like, the highest. The highest you can go. So we literally got the 23rd floor, which is the highest that you can get in yes. the tower we were in. And when you're that the high, tower you, of terror. You, you can't open any windows. So no. we were stuck with this <laughs> Aquavalva. odor. <laughs> so we you know barely stayed in the room 10 seconds and it mm-hmm. was closer to dinner time so we're like well let's go downstairs let's meander around see what happens see who we bump yes. into the first night we bumped mm-hmm. into every all of them all the every Michael personality show. of the Michael Mara show yeah and and, um, and the wife and Mike's wife <laughs> Mike's um, wife and we were so lucky that we got to play blackjack with Carla Mr. O'Mara and Oscar and I think Rob played just very briefly mm-hmm. so we got to play blackjack with them for a while and it was just yeah. it was so much fun they are so normal people. We they had are, some. They are a delight. We had some great laughs, and so we were like weekend accomplished. I mean, the show yeah. will just be icing on the cake because these right? people are just so awesome. We got to spend some time with them and play blackjack. It was just amazing. So a Friday night was a highlight. It I think was Friday really, night was my favorite night. I agree. Friday night was fun because it was unexpected. We were able to get to know them on a, a sub level, not just their personality show level. Which right. so that was really nice. It's always nice to find out that people that you've been listening to well for me I've been listening to Michael Mara for ever it was really nice to find out that he's actually a very normal dude and he's got a lovely wife and Oscar's okay too <laughs> and that's he's kind of an asshole but he is but he is normal and we kept running into them throughout the weekend yes, and they were which was st- so and they, fun actually it was funny is they like remember I'm like you remember me They're like well of course I do I'm like wow really that's nice I didn't expect that I want to believe it's because we're you know quote unquote normal but you know yeah. maybe it's just because they remembered us because like I don't know their stranger danger alert went off I don't really know <laughs> yeah, it's like, I remember you security <laughs> stranger danger stranger right? danger but maybe so not only did we meet them them, but mm-hmm. we also met 
a couple of listeners of our own show, which was super, super cool. It, it was nice that they recognized that we had a podcast because we weren't really there to promote anything. No, we were there it wasn't to be about fans. our show. Yeah. I mean, we were really excited to just to witness the Michael Mayer show because, I mean, honestly, that's why we're, you know, we were there for that yeah. reason. And the show itself was amazingly funny and entertaining. And I felt like the show was it blew by like two hours just flew by they put on an excellent show i would yeah. highly if they come to your area i would highly recommend you buying tickets and going to see the show yeah. because it's a really great way to to learn about the podcast because that's how you paula that's how you learned about it yeah you went two to the years ago i had no idea who they were and now i'm a big fan and i mean really especially now that we we got to see them off stage yes. per se they just love to entertain they i mean do. mike especially mike and rob especially love to entertain people and so they get into a riff and they just are having a blast. They They're just so, really, yeah. really love it. And so then when you get them on stage, they feel super comfortable. They really, they're so worried about making sure everyone's laughing and, I know. you know, happy. I think that's the neat part is, is mm-hmm. even as, you know, they had all these people there to see them, but they were genuinely like, so did you think it was funny? Did you yeah. like the show? And it's just <laughs> they like, really of course wanted, we loved the show. They really want continued accolades, but they, they like deserve feedback. it. I mean, they worked really hard on that show. And I, I mean, considering what it took for them to get there yes you know it i think it paid off for them but and it was funny oh what i was just gonna say and carla mike's wife she is an absolute gem i mean she, really she is, is both beautiful as she is just she's smart friendly. And funny. And, i mean my god she's the whole package <laughs> and you were there when i called her spicy right yes was so apparently uh, Mr. O'Mara gets a little serious when he's blackjacking. I was which scared. is understandable. I it was, was under- scared because I was playing at the table with him and and I was just like I am so because I was the hit in front of him. So like yeah. when you're at blackjack, oh, yeah, there's right. a, you know a, it goes in a certain order. So sure. I was just before him and I'm like if, if, if I hit card, and I take his card, I seriously think this guy might punch me. And <laughs> so no, he takes his blackjack very seriously. He takes it very seriously, and but he would be cracking jokes here and there in between hands and because I don't gamble I just kind of stood behind your chair so I wouldn't bother I don't like bothering anybody yeah but I can also add and so I'm telling him like you have 13 you have 14 I was telling you because I usually don't don't add I'm like I only know combinations I'm like okay if I have a five or six I'm gonna double down because then I'll get a 10 and it'll be 21 right so like that's how my brain thinks yeah and so I would tell him like no you have 12 or whatever and so in between hands he would you know people come up and say I'm so glad you're here I can't wait till tomorrow blah 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 Anyway, he had said something to um, his wife, and I can't even remember what it was anymore. Who knows? But he said something, and um, Carla said, hey, or something like that. And I go, wow, that's brave. Now, I wasn't saying it to him directly. I was just kind of observing because it was in between hands. And I said, wow, you're brave. And Mike's like, what did you say? Yeah, he paused and he looked at you, and he said, what did you say? I So I just stood there for a minute. I was like, uh, uh. And so... Carla goes, she said you're really brave to talk to me like that in public. <laughs> and I said, your your wife is just really spicy. I'm just, you know, it's amazing that you would say that in yeah. public. And he goes, are you busting my balls? <laughs> and I said, well, yeah, because I'm five feet away from you. You can't reach me. Right, <laughs> and he started right. laughing. Yes. And so Saturday morning, you had um, gambled the night away. Yes. Which we will discuss your addiction to gambling. And so I woke up and I... 
you know, like I was telling um, another fan who was there for the weekend, I said, we ran, ran into each other later. And I said, you know, here's the thing. I'm actually quite spoiled at home. And so I'm not accustomed to retrieving my own coffee. So this is really <laughs> uncomfortable for me. And so I had to get up at like 7.15 in the morning and go downstairs and get coffee. And I found a, a shop, luckily. Right. And so I was sitting there drinking my coffee. And then I ran to go to the bathroom before I was heading up. And when I came out of the bathroom, Carla was sitting on a bench and Mike was obviously in the restroom. And I'm like, oh, good morning, Carla. And I was just going to keep walking. And she's like, hi. And she hugged me. And, you know, she was like, how are you? Oh, my God, we're gambling. We love it. La, la, la. Oh, because, fun. you know, for them, it's like 11 in the morning because they're from the East oh, Coast. Oh, right. Yeah. So, you know, there's nothing more awkward than um, somebody coming at you, you coming out of the bathroom and having like people that, you know. <laughs> standing right at You're the entrance still of the bathroom your hands and you yeah know. and he walks out he's like oh hello and I'm like <laughs> hi I'm like hello and he goes how are you this morning I'm like I'm good I said I just wanted you to know that I feel really bad about yesterday he goes what are you talking about and I relayed the story he goes do I look angry I'm like no but I just you know you were gambling and that was you know probably not the best time to be trying to you know crack jokes I said, so I'm just really sorry. I mean, you do have a spicy wife, but, you know, I was just trying to crack a joke. He goes, oh, I'm totally over it. It's totally fine. And then we moved Good. on. And and I was like, phew, you know, because, I mean, I do admire this man. He clearly, after this weekend, his experience totally shows. I mean, this man is a professional. Oh, to- yeah. And a new respect for him, another new respect for him this weekend. Right. And his wife. So, I mean, they really came out looking great. And I no, was just it so was pleased. A, a really fun time. So it was. we spent we did spend some time together, but I'll be yeah. honest, I am a bit of a gambler. And so <laughs> I did generate a lot of time alone because you know, you're like, well, I think I want to go back to the hotel room. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, well, I'll come back, but I'm going to change, put on some lipstick, and I'm going to go back and I'm gamble. So, yeah, because I mean, like, I went to the wine store and I got my wine and, you know, drove around and it was really pretty out. And you're just like, I'm going to gamble. And you know what? You and I had that agreement, though. I knew that you were going to do that. I told it wasn't you. a shock. Yeah, I told you. I said, you're not going to feel bad if I just no, abandon you, basically. did not, because I had other things that I wanted to do anyway, and it was fine. I spent a lot of time gambling, so I mm-hmm. played a lot of blackjack. The dealers there, oh. <laughs> we were staying at Circus Circus, so we did some gambling at Circus Circus, but I'll be honest, there was only one dealer there that was awesome, and I believe Michelle. his name... Um, no, it was oh. a guy, and I believe his name was Gene. Um, Gene or Murphy, I can't remember. Hey, Eugene! But other than that, they were not nice dealers. <laughs> like I thought Michelle from Detroit was nice. She was the very first dealer we had. She made me nervous. I don't really? know. Anyone with blonde, spiky hair like that just... <laughs> I just don't know how to feel, but... You know what? I th- I thought she was nice, but I mean, let's be honest. Their Circus Circus is a rough, rough casino. Yeah, you know, it's... I, I mean, really. It's probably where dealers go to die. I was and just going to so, say, it's where dealers and drink waitresses and cocktail waitresses, die. for that matter. God. Well, it's rough. just, you know, everyone there acts like they hate their job. You know what I mean? The casino part, yes, except I will say this about Circus Circus. The valet, the bellboy, even the girl that we couldn't understand. Yeah. They were all super, super nice. Yeah, very customer focused. Very nice. I think they must be two different entities, like run by two different. Perhaps. Like, there's the hotel piece and the casino piece. And Maybe. So, yeah, the dealers in the, at Circus Circus, if they weren't, you know, literally on death's door, because some of them were, you know. <laughs> they push, looked pretty haggard. Pushing 90, I'm pretty sure. That one late, that one dealer who didn't have a tongue working right. 
She her? kept trying to explain something to me, God. and I, I, and and I'm not a rude person, so no, it's not no. like I didn't, I didn't get upset or anything like that. I genuinely could not understand her, and I think she thought I was being snarky. It's and like you're rolling your tongue all the time. You haven't recovered from your stroke yet. I'm like, not only are you basically speaking at a whisper, like it reminded me of that Scott Tissue commercial where they're all <laughs> Scott Tissue, how can I help you? <laughs> like that's, and I couldn't hear her, and then she was kind of like rolling her eyes, kind of like I just told you and I'm like and I just told you I couldn't hear what you were saying so well I mean it was she was a rude bitch there was a well they were all okay so Gene was nice yes he was and he was a middle of the night dealer that I happened to have on Saturday so I went to Silver Legacy and there was believe it or not a very drunk individual there what uh, yeah I know shocking what a shock and he was pulling money out of all of his he was pulling his money out of his pockets like it was lint and you know because the bills were all crinkled and everything like that and he was betting ungodly amounts of money Hmm. and he kept losing and mostly because he was so drunk he had he he had no strategy and so he was forgetting how to play so there's a, a really basic play if you get two aces, you always split on aces. Of course. But when you split on aces, you have to remember you only get one card. Right. So he only got one card on each. And then he's like, wait, 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 I'm not done. And she's like, no, you only get one card on aces. And he's just like, what? He's like, bitch, blah, blah, blah. <gasps> he started going off on her and started swearing. She's That's this little bad. tiny Asian lady with like very broken English. And she's like, I tell you, I tell you, you can't blah, 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 you know. Oh, and my God. He just, he, and then he starts talking to himself, but he's being super obnoxious and everything. And I'm like, you know what? At this point, I had had it because I was already like in a little bit of a mood that weekend. Yeah. I don't know why. I think I was just on edge. And so I looked at him and I said, dude, seriously? I'm like, you can't talk to her that way. I said, I'm like, you need to watch your mouth. And I said, and second of all, you need to learn to play. I said, you know, I said, you can't be here and blame people for your inability to know how to play this game. I said, so so you're trying to reason with an incredibly intoxicated person. I wasn't reasoning. I was just telling him. And I'll fail to mention he was there with like four or five other people who were his cousins and things like that. So I then like he he looked a little stunned. And then I looked at her. He said, and then he kind of was just like, you know, you don't tell me what to do. And you're like, and I'm like, you're right. I don't. And I looked at the dealer. I said, where's your pit boss? And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because I was just going to have him thrown out because right. I'm just like, look, I'm, I'm paying and I'm reasonable. He's not. Well, and, and let's be honest. Um, you know, you're like me. You're going to show people how to live life. Well, just like I, I do. Just, you know, I felt bad for the little dealer lady. I, I mean, agree. I and, agree. And that's the thing is people. And get no one so, else does. Nobody people, else does it. They get so pissed off at the dealers. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm like, they literally just pass out cards. That's all yeah, they do. They pass out trying. cards. They pass out their own cards. But they have no strategy here. They and have they no want you to win. In it. They want you to win because if you win, you tip them. And you stay. Right. And you continue to spend money. And that's the point. So did the guy ultimately leave? I don't remember. So, no, actually what he did was is he about five minutes later he stopped and he said you know what he says I really want to apologize (laughs) he says you're right he says I had no right talking to her that way I had no right talking to you that way we're all just here to have a good time he says I was really out of line and so at first I thought he was being sarcastic because I'm just like that's what I said I'm like don't fuck with me dude I'm like you you know (laughs) I'm not I'm not in the mood and I'll give you a tongue lashing like no other I want the truth you can't handle the truth well, here's the thing. You and I, uh, Friday night, kind of late, 
the last thing you and I did together is we decided that we had to eat because we hadn't eaten like all day and it was like nine o'clock at night and so we went to this really cute little place that we went to the last time we went out to Reno Mm -hmm. and the one thing I realized you know I just ordered a turkey sandwich like a hot turkey sandwich he didn't hear what I said and so I got this huge platter of turkey and mashed potatoes and everything and I didn't really care turkey's turkey but the mashed potatoes I mean it took up half the platter it my point is is the portions were huge <laughs> I, I, I think three people could have eaten that meal it was so large at least you hope so <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you with your very specific I he know. was so kind Paula he was so kind with your order. Well, I mean, I know. I'm that annoying person where I'm just like, I feel like Sally when Harry met Sally. I'm like, this, <laughs> I is, know. this is what I want. I'd like the chef salad, please, with the oil and vinegar on the side and the apple pie a la mode. Chef and apple a la mode. But I'd like the pie heated, and I don't want the ice cream on top. I want it on the side, and I'd like strawberry instead of vanilla if you have it. If not, then no ice cream, just whipped cream, but only if it's real. If it's out of a can, then nothing. Not even the pie? No, just the pie, but then not heated. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I ordered, because literally when you're gluten intolerant and you're yes. going to Reno, they mm-hmm. don't really cater to those kinds of things. I mean, no. you're talking about like all you can eat prime rib and, and cold crab buffets. Right. So they're not going to have a gluten-free menu. Mm-hmm. And so I'm usually pretty safe ordering eggs and some sort of protein. But I told him, I said, but please do me a solid. I'm like, you have to clean the grill before you cook it because the contamination will kill me. Make I'm you not, sick. I'm not yeah. joking. And he did, and they did it. And he it did. was so nice. Yeah, he was so nice. They did clean the grill. I did not get sick. Saturday, we I went down and had coffee, and uh-huh. then we I, I came up, and then I don't remember eating anything with you because you went down and had you might have gone down and had something to eat because you went down to gamble. I, remember? Know, I probably ate a pack of cigarettes, but I maybe. Mean. <laughs> but when we actually decided to have a meal, it was like four o'clock on Saturday. I had wanted to just get a little bowl of fruit or something because there was really nothing mm-hmm. on there that you know because you're talking about like you know french dip chili you know burgers and i'm just like well, huge cool. portions and nothing that i would ever be able to eat in my lifetime so right. i just said well what if i just get like a little thing of fruit and she's all you know you're better off getting the fruit platter and i'm just like well i typically avoid eating things with the word platter, platter. in them <laughs> because that just sounds large and she right. says well it is but she says you know everybody can share it i'll bring a bunch of plates and it's just when you're in a casino and the mm-hmm. air is so stagnant and it was smoky it and was there's bad. no light, like there's no natural light coming in from anywhere. Mm-hmm. You, it, it's like a little oasis to have like a nice cold glass of water and some fruit. Like it feels like you, you've had, you feel like you've brought some of the outside in. As refreshing as you're going to get at the Circus Circus was a, a fruit platter. And so when she brought out, it was it was grapes and pineapple and it wasn't canned fruit. It, no, was, it was fresh good. fruot and the yogurt looked good. And so we all had a little bit. Mm-hmm. You and I woke up the next day on oh, actually, Sunday. no. 10 minutes later I told oh, you, you I right. said I said you know what Jamie I'm like I think we probably should get going and you're like oh, and you're like oh you want to go and I'm like it's not that I want to I, I need to go I really have to leave like I have to that's right I have you to got go sick. so I had to basically go upstairs <laughs> and wait for the massive like you had to wait for the attack that's always the thing with you you're just like are you done in the bathroom for a while <laughs> it's like and isn't the worst with hotel rooms when you're sharing a room? It's like, oh, my God. It's like the worst. And that place didn't have a fan. It, it did not have a fan. And then I know. So I'm just like, oh, geez. So I'm in there. And I'm like, Bleh. I'm like, oh, come <laughs> on. Can't. I'm like, turn the TV on or something. Yeah, jeez. No fan. 
no window to open nothing nothing to nothing filter but, the air. you know diarrhea air and although so, i will say it didn't it wasn't i mean it didn't affect anything i mean i didn't there well, was it's no because profound. i was flushing every five seconds uh, you, you know, know what hey i did too because i'll be honest with you paula the next day Sunday morning. You got sick? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Because you were gambling. You were oh. in the room. <laughs> so that was the other thing is, is after the show was over, I decided I came back upstairs. I changed and I'm just like, I'm going to go downstairs and just gamble because I literally brought up with me, I think, $80. I came home with $100. And so That's the fact awesome. that I had a whole weekend, you know, I did I tipped. I did all the tipping because you had paid for the room. So I did all the tipping you know, paid for the meals and, you know, bought a couple things at the gift shops for like the kids and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I still came home with money. So, I mean, yeah. I was definitely you doing good. well. So, Saturday night, I'm like, well, I'm still going to go get down and gamble. It was like 3 a.m. because the show got out late. Yeah. I didn't come walking into the hotel room until like 7 o'clock that morning. It was 7. You looked out. You're like, oh, sunrise is beautiful. I'm like, wow, the sun's out. And you're just like, and, and you were just waking up, I think. I had been up and down. I mean, because I actually, as much as you went out, I actually didn't come back to the room until like 3.30 Saturday yeah. or Sunday morning. I came in around 3.30 and crashed. And the one thing I will say is that, and actually it will lead into our ugly and awkward moment, but I actually was getting a migraine on Saturday night and I didn't know it. I was agitated and I didn't know why. And I I was sober as fuck. I wasn't even drunk and I was agitated. And it was because my body was saying, you're getting a migraine. And I didn't know. And that explains my ugly and awkward moment. And speaking of, maybe we should move on to that. Yeah, let's go into it. You go first. Both of our, uh, this is actually quite funny. Both of our ugly and awkward moments probably happened within 10 minutes of each other. Oh God, it did. And it was in (laughs) Reno and it was actually witnessed by a listener, Adam. And he says, he's like, I actually, he's feels, he said he felt lucky to have witnessed (laughs) both. I turned to him after the conclusion of both of those, uh, of our moments, because they happened within moments of each other. I turned to him and I said, if you ever thought we were making it up, we're not. This is literally our lives. This happens to us all the time. And he's like, I feel so privileged. He's like, I know. I can't believe it. And I'm like, neither can we. Neither can we. So we were talking about, I don't know how we got on the subject, but there was a group of us talking about, um, you know, back in the seat day belts. where, you know, people would ride in the back seat, like when you were the, we were talking about being the baby of the family. I know you how you always had to ride in the middle seat in the back. Mm-hmm. And at best, you know, there might be a lap belt or you might just be, you know, your sisters holding arms in front of you. And <laughs> right. so you didn't, you know, go flying forward. But we were talking about how one thing never changes, even with airbags and technology, is the mom arm that pops out like when <laughs> right. you're driving. And, even, and it doesn't matter who's the passenger. Your mom arm will come out and stop, you know, if you have to brake hard. Right. And so I was telling the story that I actually had my boss, who's in his 50s, in the front seat. And I went to go slam on my brakes. And I stuck my mom arm. And I was, and because we're, you know, animated people, we gesture a lot. Yes. So I made the gesture of sticking my arm out. No sooner did I do that, a gentleman was walking straight into my hand. His penis was walking straight into my hand. And it it was literally like he was walking and I stuck my hand out to like grab his crotch. Perfect. It it was perfect. If you want to call it that. Poetic. 
and then I moved my arm in and I instantly covered my face because I was just like oh my god what did I do and he's like don't worry he's like you didn't touch it and I'm like thank god thank god but that was so funny everyone was rolling and I'm like what are the damn odds like (laughs) what are the flipping odds that I would stick my hand out and and the worst part is I was sitting down so my arm it was literally like it was was, penis height it was cup penis angle like you couldn't perfect I I couldn't have tried I couldn't have even grabbed his penis perfectly that perfectly if I had been trying no it was it was like the planets aligned and someone asked me like who was that guy and I said I have no idea (laughs) you're supposed to know I have no idea who that person was and shared an intimate moment with a stranger (laughs) just so awkward but fortunately I did not touch it and no you did it I could see there was like this little cloud of air it was just a little little innuendo of air between Oh my god, it was so. And I mean, well, I mean, I wasn't surprised. This this kind of thing happens regularly, but, just, but others were like, oh! the, I mean, just the timing, <laughs> the pure timing. It was unbelievable. It was ridiculous. Absolutely, yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yes. So, so um, and then there were a couple of mistakes that I had made that evening. <laughs> One, I was wearing new shoes that were high, and I hadn't broken them in, so I had blisters on two of my toes. <laughs> that evening and so I kept shifting my feet I kept shifting my weight on my shoes because it you know there'd be pressure on one so I'd shift to the other foot because I wasn't interested in putting on flip-flops yet because it was kind of early in well the here's evening. the funny part is right after the show you had developed the blisters and yes. so we had to go back to the room because you're like I've got to get a bandit I've got to do something right you insisted on wearing one shoe on one shoe off and and they were high heels, so you yes, were doing were like that, high. that hop, limp, hop, limp, hop, limp, you know, like as you were walking. And I'm like, and you're Jamie, all, Jamie, stop it. I said, take off both your shoes. And you're like, no, I don't want to look weird. And I'm like, you <laughs> think what you're doing now looks any better? I'm like, you look nuts. Listen, I've walked through casinos with no shoes on before, Paula, and it did not end well. Okay. <laughs> before that, though, because that happened after. I was standing there shifting my weight and because I don't know the parameters of the shoe very well yet because I literally bought them the day before. Yeah. I kicked back to um, put my weight on on my right on my right foot and kind of put my foot back and like cocked my hip a little bit and instead my shoe betrayed me and I rolled my ankle and I fell. Uh, I yeah. fell it's like your ankle straight gave down out. it completely gave out because I was putting too much weight and I didn't have my foot right and so for a normal human you look like an imploded building I literally <laughs> look like one of those collapsible puppets that you push the button and they all like kind of go that's exactly what I look like except that my legs opened when I fell because I was trying to not fall flat on my ass and so I was trying to save myself it was so horrible. I couldn't even believe that that happened. There was a crowd because yes, there we, was. we were talking to, you know, several people, three or four people. And I just fell. And you just all of a sudden went down and I was looking <laughs> oh down at you and all I could see was your legs spread wide open. Oh my God. And you did have a short skirt on. So I did. The only and thing underwear. I, I had underwear on. Well, that was going to be my next question is I just really hope that you weren't like free balling it. So no. No, I would never. So I grabbed your arm and pulled you up and God bless Carla O'Meara. She's just mm-hmm. like, you're okay. It's not a big deal. You're not drunk. No one saw you. You're fine. <laughs> Moving on. 
I could not stop laughing. I mean, and you're like, and you're all, Jamie, just let it go. <laughs> but then I was laughing and I said, but Jamie, I'm you totally spread your legs. <laughs> I know. I know I did. It was embarrassing. It was so, and you know, and the thing is, is that you have to laugh at yourself because I've been falling down and embarrassing myself my whole life. This is nothing new. This has happened to me in, when I was in high school with my cheerleading uniform on. I have fallen in front of thousands of people in the mud in a short skirt. I have tripped and, and slid across hallways, you know, when I was a senior in high school. It's bound to happen. I have fallen down in front of my family um, walking to the car. I mean, sure. it's, I've fallen in my own home. It's not, yes. it is not shocking to me that this occurred. It's almost like if I hadn't have fallen, it would have been shocking. That would have that been, would have been the, the surprise. Awkward. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, the, it was. It but was you bad. know what? The good news was is as word got around about the fall, because it did get around, I think. That someone said, well, it's not as bad because someone fell off a bar stool in the park. They did. A woman fell off her bar stool. So she passed thank out. God someone she else. She takes the cake. She was more drunk than you and fell off a bar stool. I wasn't drunk. Well. That's the thing. I wasn't drunk. I know you think well, I whatever was. you were, whatever you were. <laughs> oh, my God. You're such a bitch. I was not <laughs> drunk. I was so I remember everything that happened that night. It's not everything. about remembering everything. It's just. Well, what? regardless. You know what? And there's just nothing graceful about falling. I mean, no. there's just nothing. There's no way to save that. <laughs> it's like. So I think it was shortly after that you finally surrendered the shoes and we got your flip flops. I did. I did go get the flips. I'm like, all right, enough of this. Well, it was for everyone's safety, including your own. It really was. I mean, God only knows what would have happened if I had continued my stubbornness of keeping those on. And they were cute shoes, but I just... They were very cute, I really had no business bringing brand new shoes that I had never worn out in public before. I mean, rookie mistake. No, it was definitely... That was a risk and it didn't... It was a rookie mistake. It didn't pay off, so... Mm -hmm. Well, it did for entertainment value, but well, no, yeah, not. and it actually it did pay off because you're this week's winner. I will oh, say thank that you. much. Thousand for, points to me. I ten thousand points. Oh, jeez, really? I will say after the show, the way the Michael Mayer show ended, there was this conga line, and I told Paula they, when he was getting ready to introduce, I turned to her and I said, "If they're doing a cha cha line, I am out. I am not doing it because all I could think of was I'm going to trip." I'm going to drag 10 people down with me and it will be ugly and I don't want to do it. But lo and behold, they did no a freaking sooner did the line. line come and we both got grabbed. I don't know Ugh. by who, but we gra- grabbed and pulled in. We I can't believe we did the conga I, line. I appreciate the fun, interactive, um, you know, element, but I'm not going to. I'm yeah, I was done. Yeah. And that was it was cute. Was, that but was not in your shoes, too. So. Yes, that's just probably where I got the blisters. Thanks a lot, yeah. Michael Mayer Show. <laughs> it's your fault. See, I can always blame it on someone else. No no show would be complete without a conga line. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Of course, the episodes are always free and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. To get more info and download the links, visit uglytruth.com slash app. Now, let's get back to the uglies. You usually do news up or uh, 
celebrity news that Paula doesn't know, but I want to talk about the news that I guess we all know about. We all know. There's actually three things. I'm going to start with the first, the the least of the third, because this okay. just happened. And I'm, I mean, I know you're a fan too, because and you will know you're a fan once you know what this guy's done. But Mike Nichols passed away. And Mike Nichols was 83. It doesn't really indicate what he died of. It doesn't matter. He's probably one of the legends of the greater generation on the planet. He's responsible for some of the the best movies. I mean, some of my favorites. The Birdcage, Primary oh, Colors, okay. Silkwood, The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman. Okay. He did Barefoot in the Park on Broadway, which is one of my favorite movies. One of the first movies I ever saw as a young adult was the one with Jane Fonda and Robert Redford, but it was actually a play, and he produced that on Broadway. But he's just an, a phenomenal, he was an amazing uh, man in Hollywood. Brilliant there's a ton of movies that okay. you wouldn't even realize he did that you're like, I love those movies. Yeah. These really brilliant artists who have put some of the most entertaining things out there. And he has the respect of some of the greats, you know, Meryl Streep, uh, Steven Spielberg. You know, he really was a great. And he was married to Diane Sawyer for like 25 years, I think, maybe longer. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, they'd been married for a very long time. Okay, so the other evening... It's kind of sickening to me because it's been so long, but Charlie Manson is a scary, bad dude. Right. And he's, you know, getting married. Well, he's been in jail for what, like 30 years now, something? Mm -hmm. I mean, at least. At yeah, least. Yeah, long time. And so apparently he's marrying his 26-year-old person who runs his fan club i didn't right. even know you could get married when you were in jail i thought you i, ha I thought you either. had no rights but I, apparently I, yeah. he's got the right to marry and the guy's like 70 she's 26 years old yeah and they're getting married so i don't particularly care i mean it affects my life like none but right. and i and i made that lament on facebook the other night right. i said by the way i'm like i'm sick of hearing it and i don't care but what ensued after that what was so <laughs> damn funny is because Everything on television right now is a reality TV show. Exactly. And so without even it happening, a bunch of me and my friends started posting what reality Titles. shows would happen if it was based on Charles Manson and his new bride. So I... What were some of them? Well, so my friend, he said, he's like, well, I'm sure they'll do a very tasteful magazine cover. And I'm like, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> and then I'm just like, next thing they'll be on, you know, couples therapy on MTV. And she'll be like, I just, I just feel like he's never there and I can't trust him, you know. <laughs> and then someone said, well, I said my big fat state penitentiary <laughs> wedding. Oh, my God. And then someone so said, true. 19 to life and counting. Um, this one was funny. Cultzillas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Beyond Scared Straight, The Honeymoon. Yeah. Dancing with the Scars. Oh, geez. Yeah, he's a freak. <laughs> the Deadliest Catch. <laughs> that seems like the winner. That's the winner. No, the winner was Charles in Charge. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that is a good one. But gosh, anyways. God. I would say she has daddy issues, but I don't think. I think that this well, unless daddy was sales a, beyond unless that. daddy was a serial killer. I'm not really Jesus, sure. Somebody should investigate. <laughs> Who Seriously. knows? Who cares? So, and the only thing I really wanted to talk about briefly is this Bill Cosby thing because I'll tell you why. What? I just take issue with it. I do too. Well, and this is why. In the dream I had, where I was giving Bill Cosby fellatio, 
Yes. He was a complete and total gentleman. I did not feel forced. I did not feel <laughs> like I had been drugged or, right. you know, any of those things. It was a very beautiful experience in my mother's mm-hmm. bathroom. So right. I am personally offended by these yes. allegations. Right. Here's my take on it. He is likely not the only person in Hollywood who is disgusting and a rapist or whatever they're accusing him of. I think there are a lot of people in power in that industry that take advantage of people because they can. Well, I think we should also, but I mean, on there's a flip side, you must consider the source. Janice Dickinson isn't the source. She was the one who alleged that... No, she's she was the latest... There are 14 women oh. who have sued him and he settled so oh. that it wouldn't be public. Oh. There are a lot of women who are accusing him of the same exact thing, of getting a drink and a pill, waking up naked, and they're like, and knowing that they had been, had somebody had sex with them. Oh, that's how and I so, feel every morning. But, right? <laughs> but that's so, because I, I give myself a drink and a pill and then I wake up naked. <laughs> so <laughs> at least you, not just a shirt on And then that, I right? probably felt like I had sex with myself. So, you right. know. So the, the, the thing is, though, is that there are, I think, publicly there, um, there are 14 accounts of women who have come forward and said, you know, that, yes, we sued him. There was a, a very big suit where he settled with like 12 women financially wow. back in the way long ago. So whether he, he, I mean, I don't know how old he is now. He's pretty ancient now, but he probably was doing it when he was really popular and famous. Well, and was still able to be sexually active, I'm sure. The, the, cons- the, the thing that's pathetic is that just like a lot of people, you know, you never can trust what Hollywood is presenting to the public. You well, never know what you're really dealing with. Well, Hollywood or, or anything, I mean, well, I right. think most of us can say sometimes you just truly, I think actually you really don't know anyone, really. You know right. them as much as, as they want you to know them. Right, but but the, the thing with Hollywood, though, is that they are so, they they package talent or people to be or portrayed a certain way i remember i can't even remember who who it was but they said i was portrayed a certain way for so long that everybody just assumed that's how i was and that wasn't true at all the powers that be whoever those people are will allow you know these you know if bill cosby is this sexual uh, offender, Deviant, which yeah. I would say he is or was. I just can't believe he never went to jail. Like, why? This is the thing that bothers me. To because me, money is the bigger talks. principle of the matter. Someone could offer me all the money in the world. I'd rather see their ass nailed to the fucking wall than get a dime. I would think that these women would agree, except back in the 70s, women didn't have the kind of power yeah, or voice know, they have true. now. It's completely different. And here's the other thing. He's not going to be the last guy we're going to find out about oh, because with, with the power of the Internet and people dying off and people, um, you know, looking to, you know, this is my chance to out this monster who was vicious to me back in the 80s when, you know, the cocaine was flying and nobody nobody gave a shit what they did to women. Mm-hmm. We're going to hear about a lot of these people, I think. As I time goes on. maybe, you know, perhaps my dream was spot on then, you know, as I, far as, you know, the daddy issue and being maybe you the knew total something. shitbag. So. I mean, it's, 
it's sickening to me that he was this way and that he actually has the audacity to go out and lecture others about their attitudes or their appearances, especially in the black community. It's it's just really he's such a fucking hypocrite. Well, yeah. And, and he, you know what? Get your get yourself right with your God, Bill Cosby, because you're knocking on that door. I know. And that's all I'm going to say. Dr. Huxtable, no more. Mm-mm. Well, nope. that's too bad. I mean, it's, it's too bad that this has been going on for as long as it has. And these people were victimized and he's been able to live a semi normal life. Yeah. You know, a, a very with, wealthy with, life, a very good lots life. lots of accolades and accolades, and, a lot of a, a very esteemed reputation, you know, and, and but, he's none of that. Well, I think that's come to a screeching halt. So that's good oh, news. I would say so. <laughs> that is good news. OK, so Thanksgiving. Yes. What are you doing? I think we'll probably just do something here, just the four of us. Um, mm. I'm going to go get the turkey at some point early next week because when you live in an apartment, everything's small. So I right. have no, my refrigerator's small, so I really have no place to put a turkey. So I'll have to mm. buy it, put it in the sink, and let it thaw for like the day or whatever, and then cook it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think we're just going to probably do us something simple. You know, do my gluten-free stuffing, mashed potatoes. Oh, right. Probably some green beans. And then one thing I have started doing, it's become, I guess, my own little tradition, is I make my own fresh cranberry sauce. And so it's so easy. I don't know why people don't do it. I've been doing it for years. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, the only time I ever do the canned is when mom requests because it because she insists on having the it's a childhood thing and her. it just sits there i mean we could literally lay the log on the the cranberry log I on do. a piece of paper with the little indentations of the can Which, and everything and and you know we, she will eat it we may slice it up every now and, well she likes to put it on sandwiches and so. she but no she puts a slice on a on a slice of turkey and then and she eats it. That's like her very favorite. It's like her one, I think, childhood memory that that resounds pl- positively for her. So she always a, a log of cranberry sauce. Yes, it's <laughs> it's like her most favorite thing. But I prefer to make my own as well. I've been making my own. I've I've added alcohol. I've added orange zest, lemon zest. Yeah, you know, Grand Marnier. I've done it all. We'll do that, and then I'm sure I'll make a pumpkin pie, and then we'll watch God. whatever's on television, and then that's it. Maybe we'll I don't know, go outside and play or. <laughs> just see what happens but we we really have no big definite plans well you're not going anywhere doing no. anything. i was talking to my hairdresser they're going to do a buffet at the country club because they've never done it before and i'm like you know what kind of looking forward to that time when all the kids move out and they can't come home or whatever and we have nothing to do and we can go to like some really super fancy restaurant and have like quote unquote thanksgiving dinner I just you know struggle with the buffet part but that's just me. no 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 it's well it's not an actual buffet it's it's you're just they're just going where everybody's going to be there sure. but i'm thinking wouldn't it be cool to like what are you doing for thanksgiving oh daryl and i are flying to new york we're gonna have thanksgiving at you know wherever and yeah, you know, I enjoy agree. the weekend. I agree with that. I mean, there's there's a little window of time before grandkids come in where you can do that. So it's like I'm hoping we can get squeezed like one or two mm, Thanksgivings. I don't know. I think you guys are shut uh, up. Burn, I shut think up. You're, uh, burning the candle at both ends there. So well, I will say this because of the Thanksgiving, and although our plans aren't extravagant, 
We will be taking a week off for yes. the holidays because we do obviously do have family plans. It's like the week just blends together, but it's like every day is something important. So right. we will be taking the week off, but but producer Deb will have a little special little new little nugget for you all to hear. We will. So when you're driving home from grandma's or mom's, you can... When you're digesting um, and you need to digest faster, then you yes, can... Yes, he's calling it producer Deb's leftovers. So it'll be very ex- interesting to hear because we have no idea either. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. We will miss you next week, but... Yes, enjoy your week off, everybody. Have a fab uh, Thanksgiving, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with The Uglies, see what I did there? Then follow them on Twitter, at The Ugly Truth. Friend them at Facebook.com slash Ugly Truth or leave comments on our shows at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.